Welcome to the Addiction Connection. We like to believe the opposite of addiction is actually connection, and we are going to attempt to educate you and possibly even entertain you while we navigate all topics addiction. Hi, I'm Dr. Kirk Devine. And I'm Dr. Heather Bell, and we both provide primary care and addiction services. It's our goal to help you learn more about the disease of addiction and its treatments. I started it. Oh, (laughs) we're back, and... uh, this is uh, the fourth one we've done with the Charlie Resnikoff. <laughs> yeah, the Charlie Resnikoff's getting a little tired. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, oh he, I, I thought you meant like you didn't like us calling you the Charlie Resnikoff. Oh, no, the Charlie Resnikoff it. loves to okay. be called. I was going to be offended there for yeah. no. Yeah, no, no, no. I it's just, hard I, to I'm do gonna four in a row. I'm going to eat a cookie after this. Yeah. I think I deserve it. I think, yeah. <laughs> is it gluten-free? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, I was thinking, well, I need a cookie. No, but... these are good if you like chocolate. They're really good. Uh, so funny. last week we talked, or last time, I think. It would be last week. Yeah, I guess it is last week. We talked about <laughs> or five minutes uh, some of the antipsychotics and how they also sometimes can decrease alcohol use disorder. And this week we're going to talk about some of the other meds. Yeah. Okay, I'm uh, sorry. When you just said that, I'm going on a big tangent. Everybody drop and give me 20. Because um, <laughs> you said that when we tape a bunch in a row, it is hard to like remember, like, when is this actually going to air? Because this is not airing I'm until, thinking, like, like when is this going to end? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's, that actually plays into what I'm about to say. Because you're like, last week. Now, what if something happened and one of us... D- died before Whoa, this air <laughs> that took a turn is this a foreshadow <laughs> no but because it's like airing and we're trying to make it sound like it's live which it's yeah. clearly not I we just taped co- that other one five minutes ago and now it's like someone could turn this on and here you are yeah. talking like you're here wouldn't that be weird uh, i have had a little cough and a, do you know something i don't know oh boy <clears throat> yeah could be yeah. over for me yeah. but wouldn't that be kind of one of those things where yeah that well, <laughs> morbid. <laughs> so but look at your family full forever for generations be able to hear your voice. Mom, I want you to know that I love you. And I thank you for <laughs> raising me the way you did. And dad, you're an inspiration to me every day. <laughs> Just in case you know. others you know, <laughs> premonition holds true. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could say either of those statements, but oh. we'll be there. All right. So the medicine we're going to start with this week is actually uh, duloxetine. You almost started with Cymbalta. I almost did. And it's also known as Cymbalta. Obviously, this is a common medicine that's used. We use it for lots of different things. Uh, but actually, FDA approval for major depression, GAD. Fibro- so generalized anxiety. Did you forget what that stood for? <laughs> Fibro. Fibromyalgia. Interesting. I didn't uh, know it was that specific. Of a and pain neuropathic pain. Oh, you, th- yeah, it is. Cause so to I remind people. chronic pain. But yeah. Oh, yeah, those... I have my theories. I'm not going to go into them. Isaac Marsalik, Dr. Marsalik, yeah. has been on the Echo. Yeah. We've had like a total off-Echo conversation about some of that. Um, you forget how to say those words? No. Um, okay. But anyway, it's a selective serotonin and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor. I yeah. think it's important to call it out as an SNRI. Yeah. It's in the same mechanism as Venla vaccine. Which okay. is the next one we're going oh, to talk oh, about. And we are going to touch on that. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, but no, no, that's good. Just understand, too, oh, it's is. interesting. Some of these meds, you know, you look at their metabolites, and these metabolites of this are not uh, active. No active Wait, metabolites. Where are you? You forgot to talk about what it does. Uh, maybe I don't care. Uh, no, it actually is how it decreases the dopamine in your in the famous 
prefrontal frontal cortex the that you love to talk about. Adulting part of the brain. Yeah. It's the like adulting one of my favorites. That's a great word. She, she says Thank it all you. the time. It's so annoying. Yeah, well, um, maybe you need to do some adulting before you make comments <laughs> like that. But it's so my tw- my my kids they they actually made a comment once when they someone in their classroom got in trouble and the teacher was just like why why would you say something like that and this is Emmett so you can't even get mad because Emmett's the cutest most laid back chill kid ever he goes well they don't have a frontal lobe yet that's <laughs> yeah, perfect that is pretty funny hashtag that's doctor's a, kid that's the first funny thing you've said okay so I didn't even say it Emmett did also uh, remember that the serotonin and norepinephrine uh, transporters it affects those selectively yeah. inhibits yeah so yeah. so it's got a couple different mechanisms yeah uh, but no active metabolites so here's the first one by skelly and wiener are you sure it's not weiner or viner viner, viner. i bet it's viner <laughs> and his brother schnitzel but um weiner <laughs> oh schnitzel never mind i'm sorry uh, for those of you who might be listening and be related to these people we're not making yeah. fun so this is a study from 2014 actually and it was also actually a, it was a rat study, a lot of uh, probably Heather's cousins. But uh, it was interesting because some of the results were interesting that both Prazosin and Cymbalta... Nobody thinks he's funny anymore, Charlie. It's okay. <laughs> I think you're laughing because of how ridiculous he's, that was. He's meta funny. <laughs> he's like beyond funny. He's, he's post I'll, funny. I'll start over with the results. Oh, um, yeah. That's right. We were oh, you were talking? Yeah. Please inform us. <laughs> what they found in both Prazosin and Cymbalta, it, and they were giving these rats 1.5 milligrams per kilogram, mm. that it actually decreased the ethanol that they self-administered. Mm. Uh, okay, and they, but this they, one had a combination though with praises and over those two separate arms separate arms separate arms. and okay. and the the concern was that maybe this was more about it decreased their anxiety like behavior and that that's what that's what spurred it so, so kind of like last week we talked about if you had major depression mm-hmm. and that's what's leading you to drink you ha- treat the depression drink less treat the anxiety drink less yeah okay. got it and it's funny because yeah. not too long after that Skelly broke off on his own and left left Weiner. That's because yeah. Viner. Um, Viner, I mean, and you know, uh, did his post mortem podcast with yeah. Skelly. Yeah, see, it does happen. <laughs> um, but he, they were actually utilizing a lot of anxiolytics in their study, and and they basically decided that isolation basically increases anxiety like behavior, mm. and obviously that enhances alcohol intake, and that would be COVID, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's what exactly. happened in COVID: thirty yeah. percent increase in alcohol intake, at least. Yeah, interesting. Um, which again, that totally makes sense. You're anxious. You you maybe have social anxiety and treat the anxiety. You don't just sit at home and drink on your own. And that was a really interesting critique of all these rat studies. And I can't remember. I think I might have heard this on your echo at one point um, that they take these rats out of their natural habitat, put them in a cage, isolated, and then they do tests on them. And it's like, yeah, of course. They're going to engage in drug use more. They're isolated. They're not in a natural habitat right. with their quote unquote families, you know, or all the natural behaviors that rats do. There's no cheese, well, you know, all the rats. Yeah, and they'd actually shown, I think, that when if you if you gave them the choice of social interaction, they yeah. would choose that. Yeah, yeah, that so was the one. Addiction we just did. is the opposite of connection. Yeah, or it is. is it? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Somebody dun, dun, didn't dun. think so. And um, that's actually from a real journal article, not Wikipedia or yeah. Reddit. The rats wrote on Reddit that they preferred socialization to alcohol. Oh, yeah. it was on Reddit on Wikipedia. Both. Okay. <laughs> so the next study was actually done on rats, and it was uh, I don't know how you say that name. Jai. Jai. G? At G? all. 
Uh, and uh, they compared uh, basically compared duloxetine with two other drugs in how it really affected self-administered alcohol intake, mm-hmm. uh, which again, I hope we're not isolating rats. Um, <laughs> but what they showed was that it was really dose-dependent suppression of alcohol binge drinking uh, with duloxetine. Uh, the other drugs showed no benefit. But mm-hmm. duloxetine, without a doubt, showed that the higher the dose, the less alcohol they drank. Interesting. So interesting. Because they were study. they were more content just being alone in a cage, like yeah. oh look, look at that weird line on that bar. Yeah. I'm not oh, sure look. what that means, but <clears throat> so, they were more content just being content than I'm bored sitting in a cage. Medication might as well drink. like mollified them, right? You know, made them. Yeah. So the bottom line on duloxetine. <laughs> I'll just ignore both of you, please. Uh, there may be dose-dependent suppression of alcohol intake uh, by possibly it could be just decreasing the anxiety, but uh, clearly less intake and in Cymbalta. And of course, look at the group that we tend to use that in the most: uh, chronic pain, chronic yeah. pain, yeah, yeah, yeah. anxiety. Right? Yeah. And what do we see in chronic pain? We all see a, we see all such substance use. Yeah. So, so I don't think that's a bad. No, twofer. I think this is a great twofer. It's you know again the question of what are you treating, but I think that comes back to everything in medicine is let's talk about the patient. What's the patient need? Let's look at the whole patient. Yeah. And if you're have underlying anxiety, let's take you off your Xanax and your alcohol, or maybe treat your anxiety and with something. You know, yeah, and indicated. I, I don't and, think I would overpromise Cymbalta for alcohol, but it's worth a try, and you know. Have a couple months, see how things are going, and it might you might get lucky. It might be interesting, and again, yeah. off label really for just alcohol itself. But again, if they're if you're treating chronic pain or depression or, or depression, yeah. then anxiety. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do this just for a person with nope. straight up alcohol use disorder. Yeah. yeah, not maybe if you'd exhausted every the naltrexone, the acamprosate, all the rest. Wait till we get to Gwyneth. Guanfacine. Guanfacine. Yeah. I can't say that word well, either. Neither can I. But anyway. But we're going to move to Effexor for a moment. Another no, SNRI. Venlafaxine. I'm sorry. I said the other word. Uh, venlafaxine. So, uh, again, similar kind of mechanism and action, really, that increased concentrations of serotonin and norepinephrine in the body and the brain. Uh, so what, what number is that? I'm, I'm at 65. No, FDA approval. Is that a 1993? Is that a three? That's a three. <laughs> I, it, I initially made a one, but I had to turn it into a three. <laughs> Can you see that? I see what you're talking about now. It's like, like we need a forensic writing. It's like a backwards to e. I was like, understand where? Yeah, that. But yeah, so it was approved. Effects uh, was approved in 1993, actually, for uh, major depressive disorder. I and, turned 11 that year. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I wish we never mind. Uh, but Effexor XR was actually approved for uh, generalized anxiety disorders, SAD, and panic. So, Social anxiety disorder, yeah. for those of you who don't know yeah. what SAD and is. Panic. So, and panic. Or is that seasonal affective? I have been thinking about that lately, how I mix those up fluidly. I think the SAD is seasonal affective, actually. Uh, I think I've heard them both used, uh, SAD, for either. Huh. Which is interesting. Well, I think a, this, should be is, one and this two. should say social anxiety, not seasonal yes. affective. Because you would never start venlafaxine seasonally because it's impossible to get off of. Mm. Mm. So, oh, yeah. Withdrawal. Right. Yeah. So you venlafaxine. would never start it just it. for seasonal stuff because yeah, that would not be kind. People so get pretty sick. This would be... And remember... The reference of sad in your little thing is going to be social anxiety. Okay. 
I'm so happy to hear that. So uh, remember, there's an active metabolite, and that would be uh, known as Prestique. Deslinefaxine. I was going to let you say that. You there seem you go. To, you the like antimer. <clears throat> the yep. antimer. I have not thought of that word since <laughs> sophomore third, year in third college. Third grade. I thought you were going to say third grade. Uh, no, no, I wasn't that so, advanced. So lots of really cool studies for for venlafaxine. Saralu. Saralu. At all, 2013. And they were actually looking to study the efficacy in alcohol use disorder and anxiety. 81 patients, an RCT. So. Well, I like that they did four groups. Yeah. And it's hard because it makes it hard to talk about, but they did it basically with placebo and CBT or this progressive muscle relaxation. Mm. Um, I could use some of that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Especially after having to sit here and talk with Kurt this whole time. So so basically you get placebo <laughs> with either CBT or this PMR, or you'd get venlafaxine and with CBT or PMR, which mm-hmm. is progressive muscle relaxation. Yep. And it was very interesting in the results that only the group that showed de- that showed any decrease in heavy drinking was actually the cbt and placebo yeah so So the one that's been around the longest was the best for alcohol use in this study. yeah because you think even progressive muscle relaxation is one of the new things that yeah but venlafaxine added nothing Nothing. in that study so So the bottom line so far no obvious benefit interesting Duloxetine had a little bit of a better signal than venlafaxine, yes. but they're sort of cousins. You yeah. Know, they're related yeah. mechanisms. Now, here's one of my favorites, actually. And I had not ever seen anything on this in alcohol before. Have you, Charlie? Guanfacine? Yeah. Or, no, I have not. Guanfacine? Is that how you say it? I think so. I'm just yeah. reading it. I don't it's know. easier to say 10X. That's why, again, they, they do this on purpose, so you say they're... They're brand names, they're so brand they make name. money. Um, but this was actually approved for hypertension in 1986, I think. Uh, Were you born, Heather? I was. Okay. I turned three that year. Okay. I have never, ever, ever heard that this medication was made for hypertension. I think it's buried deep down in my brain, but I, I have no memory of it. Mm-hmm. Active memory. I was there when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> you were already like halfway through practice. I was in, re- I was just about to start residency. Um, but it was also, of course, approved for children in ADHD, and we see it used there fairly frequently, 2009. So, you know, it activates those alpha-2 adrenal receptors and blah, blah, blah. You know, and this does somewhat affect, remember, to lower your systolic and diastolic blood pressure. That's the whole hypertension thing? Correct. Um, (laughs) And it's also been, of course, reported to attenuate kind of the stress-induced relapse of a number of drugs. I mean, so there's, there's studies that have shown some attenuation in the use and relapse of drugs interesting yeah which i had was i wouldn't even have half thought that yeah you know well i i've never prescribed this as the first prime the the primary prescriber of this medication i have continued it from a psychiatrist and a child but i've not ever like Mm. well i'm about to blow your mind with this next study because it was compared against naltrexone Ooh. Ooh, and this uh was a bit ago this was 2015 2015. frederickson at all and uh, they studied really to evaluate stress-induced relapse of alcohol using these different things. And so they used a weekly injection of guanfacine in rats. And then uh, guanfacine was decreased alcohol intake in high-alcohol-consuming rats in mm. comparison to naltrexone. So that's what Beat they found. naltrexone in certain rats. In rats. Interesting. So like a direct trial. And here was the funny thing is that it also 
gave a longer lasting effect. So even after they had stopped it, for a period of time, the rats still drink less. Yeah. You know, it makes me think, is the reason we don't know about these things because they just don't work as well as the other evidence-based or FDA-approved medications? Or is it just because nobody has done a human trial on this specific agent, a properly conducted human trial? Like, how many of these things, they're false signals, and how many of them we just... We need to explore more. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. So clearly there needs to be more study on this. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because at the low out, the, the low alcohol intake in rats, those, those rats didn't do better. Mm. Only the rats having high intake. Which is the rats we worry about. Yes. Those right. are the rats that keep me up at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I tell you what, we have one more drug before we go. And uh, I'm going to apologize in advance uh, for bringing up ivermectin, <laughs> and and uh, yeah. but but this was literally in this review as a drug that had been looked at for its ability to potentially, I, you know, I've been prescribing ivermectin intermittently for decades at Hennepin County Medical Center because we have a lot of international internet uh, international medicine where people have you know parasites and and need that. Did okay, anyone stop drinking? No. <laughs> not that you know, know of. Not that I know of. You should go back. So ivermectin is not bad in and of itself. It's just a medication. Yeah. I just had to, just so you wonder what I'm doing. I do. I um, I just pulled open the NIDA, the NIDA slide that I talked about um, Dr. Wilson Compton from NIDA yep, sure. bringing to us when he yeah. was talking about methane. This is actually important, which is why I wanted to talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. It is actually in a phase two clinical Guanf- trial. Guanfacine? Guanfacine. Guanfacine as a new indication for study of cocaine and meth use disorder. Great. It is. Cool. Yeah. Right on. I, was, I just had to see if it's like even on the list, but this isn't an alcoholist. It's that, but it's on the cocaine and meth Oh, list. that's interesting. Cool. Which to me, I was, because you asked about the whole naltrexone comparison. So I'm sorry, before we get back to your ivermectin. If is the reason we don't hear about it and use it, you know, like you said, it just there hasn't been human studies, or is it like naltrexone had this other indication for another big use disorder, and so you can kind of piggyback and make twofer. sense. And it was, a, yeah, right. And it's a more expensive med than this one that's been around since 1986. And mm. I'm just yep. now I'm going political on you, but. <laughs> I kind of like it. I now that I've actually looked at this yeah. very complicated chart of all of the ones we've talked about, that's the one that's really raised my eyebrows so far. Yeah. So, Kurt, you've bored Charlie to death. Yeah. Well, up there, there you go. So, back to my friend ivermectin. I'm glad you said ivermectin because I know we're trying to like make that hilarious COVID association here. I'm not. Yes. <laughs> so when you said that, I need to tell you because I'm still have this list open. Guess what other drug is in a phase two clinical trial from NIDA to treat cocaine and uh, methamphetamine. Ivermectin? No, no. Another one, but along those same hilarious lines, poiglitazone. Oh, really? Yeah. There oh, are some people, there's there's people some... Uh, in the north, in the central part of the state using that for COVID. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I think I did hear about that. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of... Anyway, so apparently they're sitting it there. The, okay. We're not telling you to do it. This is just studies the government is currently or NIDA, not government. So to finish up this uh, <laughs> this podcast and yeah. get out of this tangent, um, there was actually some evidence that ivermectin may decrease alcohol intake in mice, right? This was done by Wyatt et al. in 2014. And I picture it this way. 
They're in the lab. Guy tips over some ivermectin, <laughs> goes in with the rats who are in this study uh, for alcohol, and suddenly they stop drinking. Or yeah. um, they were being studied, or maybe they found out these rats they were about to study all had parasites, so they gave them the ivermectin to treat their parasites, and they were like, oh, lo and behold, maybe mm. they drank less because of the side effects of the ivermectin. Mm. Who knows? Or there's just... But just, maybe, just maybe you know. know what to do with all the ivermectin back then. <laughs> yeah. And now we've got a you know, whole nother use. Yeah. Um, but you know, funny thing, uh, the next uh, year or two, 2016. This is still pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. They had 11 patients. They actually said, you know what? Let's just try this out on some patients. And they were looking at whether these guys with alcohol or these people with alcohol use disorder, uh, it would change their, their cues or cravings, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, compared to placebo, eh. Didn't nothing, work. Another nada. negative study no. yeah. in all 11 patients. No difference in cravings. Nothing. And one more time, uh, Geyer et al., et al. Dang it. I'm sorry. I just keep slipping on this all thing. Uh, did a study. Yeah. And here's the funny thing is that it appears that ivermectin has been, it's good. You might as well shoot it out. People try to find a, a use for it, it. Except parasites. I don't know why we just yeah. can't leave it there. Yeah. But they did a study actually in 2009 that showed that in fact, uh, it doesn't even cross the blood brain barrier. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is never going to affect it. And so they're like, okay, let's just quit doing studies with alcohol use disorder. Let's yeah, find some kind of, in, known that. let's That's... find an infection we can use it for. Yeah. So right. ivermectin, alcohol use disorder, eh. no go. COVID, eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> parasites, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So that's my ivermectin finish. Awesome. Well, that's that all was, I got. That was worth it. So basically, guanfacine, is very amazing. interesting. Duloxetine, some interest Duloxetine. There. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to go get a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting cookies, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Next week. Probably going to have to just listen to Kurt and I, but who knows? Never know. (laughs) Never know. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back. Thanks for having me, you two. Yeah, it's been fun. (laughs) Yeah. Mary was sitting in yonder hall, sewing her silk so fine. But when she found her love was dead, she threw her silk aside.
Oh Mary, oh Mary, what makes you weep so? You'll be here a third day at dawn. We can set down the coffin and unscrew the lid, but still he's dead and gone. Look away, look away, that old lonesome dove that soars over. That dove in yonder grove Flying from pine to pine Mourning for its own true love As I mourn for mine